Hi everyone, this is Mario Peshev and that's the WordPress for Small and Medium Enterprises podcast. Today we are going to review five different ways you can build new landing pages for your WordPress-based website. I'm going to jump right in and number one is use your existing functionality. Every single website has some core features or maybe you're using an existing page builder such as Beaver Builder or Visual Composer or something else popular out there or Elementor probably or um, whatever it is um, in order to be able to actually build new landing pages or in order to be able to edit your existing pages. So if your website contains the functionality you need, if you have existing landing pages, probably page templates with editable blocks, probably you have something like advanced custom fields that allows you to build new blocks and new sections, then this is probably one of the most common and uh, most straightforward ways to actually build new landing pages. However, this is not always possible and it's not always practical for uh, every single page out there. Uh, most of the time there are different limitations. First off, you may actually not be using a builder, so it may be trickier or your landing pages may be somewhat hard-coded or maybe you want to hide the menu, the menu in order to increase your conversions. Whatever it is, uh, of course, if you're able to use this functionality, that's great. Otherwise, there are four different approaches that we are going to use uh, as tips for you to build new landing pages. So I'm going to jump to number two, use Gutenberg. We had a Gutenberg episode a while ago and Gutenberg is going strong. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard this episode, Gutenberg is the new editing experience introduced in December 2018 as a part of WordPress 5.0. And it's kind of included right out of the box, unless you have the classic editor plugin installed, which is kind of disabling the Gutenberg editor uh, for the most part. So if you are currently using Gutenberg for pages, then great. Otherwise, what you can do is actually enable Gutenberg only for, let's say, pages and only for some of your pages. For instance, your classic editor may actually enable you to use a different builder or use the traditional what you see is what you get editor, but use Gutenberg for adding specific sections and specific blocks to your site. Now, the core Gutenberg blocks are pretty bare-bone and pretty basic, so this is kind of limiting your experience uh, for the most part. However, there are existing libraries, including certain blocks that you may enjoy. Um, one of the collections I can think of is Atomic Blocks, um, the team behind the Astra theme has also built another collection. So both of those provide roughly about 30 uh, existing blocks that you can use right off the bat and just embed and create new pages with those uh, existing blocks. Uh, just as an example, uh, we did build a guides page with a headline, with call to actions, with specific sub layout, meaning, for example, um, image on the left, title on the right, description below, and the call to action button, and so on. There are uh, testimonial blocks, there are uh, certain grids or tables or kind of headlines with sub-headlines you can use. Essentially, it's a really robust way to start building landing pages with Gutenberg. Now, uh, you may face certain limitations, like, for example, your theme may be overriding certain styles that those blocks are coming with, so some uh, lightweight CSS work may be required, but it's still worth trying, especially on a staging site or something like that. It's um, a pretty flexible approach and it's something that we're definitely reviewing as a possible alternative lately. Uh, so jumping straight to number three. Number three is landing page builders. 
There are existing tools such as Lead Pages, Unbounced, or Instapage that actually charge you a monthly fee in order for you to be able to design new landing pages based on their templates. So the way they work is normally they do provide you with an editable um, kind of template editor on their existing website. You sign up for an account, you get access to like dozens or even maybe hundreds of of templates, and then you edit the content, um, update some images, probably set some styles or typography where needed. But for the most part, the idea is to find templates that suit your structure and your corporate brand and do minor editing, probably just text and images. Now, those builders are uh, pretty interesting because essentially the pages are hosted outside of your website, but all of them include some bridges like, let's say, proxy plugins connecting there and rerouting specific URLs to the uh, kind of landing page site. So instead of going to, for example, instapage.com slash something slash your page name, uh, you can just have your website.com slash landing page name. And this is actually embedding 100% of the existing page and uh, kind of enabling the new landing page on your website. One of the, the uh, benefits of doing this is your landing pages are not stressing traffic-wise on your web server which is great. I mean, essentially, you're not suffering from traffic when you're launching PPC campaigns. And additionally, you're not cluttering your uh, styles and your design with additional, let's say, CSS or anything else that may be uh, required. So this is kind of one nice way to look into things and uh, and kind of make it happen. Uh, tip number four or the strategy number four that we're going to review is uh, setting up um, existing website, a WordPress website of yours that acts like a landing page builder. This is really similar to the previous tip, but essentially instead of paying a monthly fee like a hundred bucks a month or so for an existing landing page builder, you can set up a WordPress website, host it externally, and then do some server management work in order to rewrite specific URLs to your WordPress website. Of course, with WordPress, you would have a little bit more flexibility. For instance, you can set up your existing website and your existing theme and do certain modifications without affecting the rest of the website. This is really practical if you have a, a large website, tons of existing landing pages and uh, archives, advanced search, categories, whatever it is, and uh, applying any sort of changes may be somewhat dangerous if you do that on your own website. But if you host that somewhere externally, you can still reroute the pages with some um, kind of strategies on a server level. So th- this kind of strategy number four And strategy number five is uh, creating a WordPress installation as a subdomain or as a subfolder. So again, this is more or less building on top of number three and number four. However, this is actually another WordPress installation installed on the same folder or at least on the same server, but either uh, accessed as a subdirectory or as a subdomain. So for example, if your website is example.com, Uh, you may either create a subdomain like landing.example.com or sales.example.com and then create all the other pages as subpages to this website and kind of lead traffic there. Or example.com slash sales, again, for example, and then slash anything else for your landing page name. So again, this is building up on the previous strategy, but the way it works is you're hosting everything on the same server uh, you have access to, to pretty much everything. Your uh, dev team has access to the very same server and so forth. And you're kind of hosting uh, a specific theme there. 
Now, this one may get a little bit more interesting because you may actually expand it into an entire multi-site network and run different landing pages with different subdirectories or subdomains and including different, uh, running different WordPress themes. So if you're looking into uh, completely different designs for your landing pages, for example, if you have a product business and you have several major lines of product, each coming with a, a separate individual uh, corporate brand, then this way you may set up two or three or four different websites or a multi-site network and uh, install several different themes and then probably even use page builders or something else that may be heavy for your uh, main website, but is uh, more or less acceptable if you only need to design landing pages, meaning that it's not going to affect the database or the load times of your existing website. So just to sum it up, Number one is use your existing editing tools, if possible, um, existing page builders or advanced custom filters. So number two is research Gutenberg. It may be a nice way to start using certain blocks and uh, kind of block libraries in order to start building more dynamic landing page experience. Number three are landing page builders such as Instapage and lead pages and Unbounced. There are actually dozens of, of those. Number four is setting up your own kind of landing page builder as a separate website and mapping specific URLs to this website. And number five is actually hosting all of that internally as a new installation or several installations, running different themes, running different page builders, whatever makes it easier for you to build landing pages without cluttering your main website additionally. So that's all for now. Those are the five tips to create a new landing page for your website in different flavors depending on how complex your main website is and what exactly you're doing there. And uh, it was a pleasure for me once again, Mario Peshev here, and stay tuned for the next episode.